back with another episode of the DJ's Need Love To Show. If you still tuned in, make sure you hit that notification button down below. That way, when we get new episodes, you'll be notified when they drop. But we got a special guest in the building. And I'm talking about real, real special. Y'all seen them on stages. Y'all seen them tear up clubs. Hey, y'all even may have caught them shaking a little hip a little bit lately because, you know, it's getting crazy out there. It's getting crazy. We got P for real in the building. P for real. Bing bong. How y'all doing? <laughs> so where is P for real from? P for real is from um, New York. Okay. I'm from New York. Long Island. Yeah, I grew up in Long Island. Um, and, uh, yeah. Okay. That's, that's, that's. How did you get the name P for real? P for real. From Pharrell. Okay. Yeah. My dad was working with Pharrell and, uh. It's kind of how you know how it happened. It was a joke, and then it came into a real thing, you know. So, uh, it, it just just it just lasted longer than it was supposed to. Now I'm here. Wait, we are not, <laughs> not just gonna go past that. You said your dad worked with Pharrell. Yeah. So that means you you've had heavy ties in the music business for a while. Uh, yeah. My dad's a producer and a DJ. So, I know people don't know my dad's name is Prince Paul. He produced like um, De La Soul. He got a Grammy with Chris Rock. Um. He's, he's yeah, he's that dude. You know what I'm saying? So I'm a I'm an industry kid. <laughs> Born from a boombox, you might as well say it. <laughs> yeah, he's he a lot of things. So So when did that all kind of like spark? Was it like he was bringing you along and you kind of was like, I want to join into this too? Or was it like you had your own little moment of clarity where you like, hey, I want to do this for real for real? <laughs> nah, you know, like growing up. You know, my dad's work with everyone. You mm -hmm. know what I'm saying? So like anybody, anybody from like the late '80s to about the early, early 2000s, my dad's work with. So my dad was like um, the metro booming of his time, okay. right? So, so you know, seeing that as a kid, it's like I want to do that too. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> oh, it's, 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 a, it's like an inspirational thing. So it's like, um, besides me being like you know the son, I, I just naturally being me naturally being like whatever. Mm -hmm. I, I you know I've been around it, so I got good. You know. And it became like a secondhand thing. Okay, sure. so did you start DJing when you moved to Atlanta? Like no. How long were you Hell DJing no. I was for? DJ since I was eight. Okay. I, I come from an era of like vinyl. Like I used to DJ with vinyl, and you know, and then when CJ's first came out, I was carrying around a bunch of CDs, and like I'm, I've been DJing for a long time. You know what I'm saying? So like any type of DJing that you that you've seen like in history books, that so that's me. Besides like you know old old school shit, but like I came from like crates of records and DJing and like as a kid and then like you know trying to find a record what's next like that that's the way I come from you know at my big age of 30 plus you know I'm <laughs> been doing this for a long time <laughs> so we talked about it you've been killing stages for a long time now from clubs to concerts we didn't even talk about you know what type of craziness goes on in these concerts when you be there because to be for real be for real I see you on a concert one day and then next thing you know i turn around you in the club <laughs> back home the next day like how are you yeah. keeping up with that busy lifestyle yeah i don't play I, I i do a show and i try to catch the first flight out if i don't gotta do an after party i'm out of there because <laughs> if i stay i'm, I'm spending money and I, I don't I, I go to get the bag and i get i get on you know what i'm saying but um 
But I'm I mean, not, some places you gotta be like, yeah, yeah. I, I mean, like if I'm in Miami or if I'm like, you know, what I'm saying somewhere like New York, yeah. L.A., I, I'll stay at night, maybe two. You know what I'm saying? But like, yeah, catch no, in Dubai, like, no, like, yeah, book a few clubs. You know what I'm saying? But like, if I'm not just out, if I'm just kicking it, especially like in weird states like Kentucky or some stupid oh, like that, like I'm, go back home. yeah, I'm. My, if my show <laughs> is at 8 p.m. And there's a flight at midnight. I'm on the first flight. Like I could <laughs> to give me my truck to the airport. I'm out of here. You know what I'm saying? But nah, like I mean, it's all balance. You know what I'm saying? Like you gotta um, drink a lot of water. You know what I'm saying? Get yeah. your sleep. Sleep. Sleep when you can. Eat when you can. And then you know, rest your body and take your vitamins. Work out. And go to the gym. You know, gotta take care of yourself. Pete Ferrell be in there hooping. Yeah, I I, I, I gotta sweat. Pause. Yeah. <laughs> so I know he was talking about shows. Um, you go on tour. So what's the longest tour you've been on? Longest tour, probably like two months. Two months. Month and a half, two months. Okay, so living in Atlanta, going on tour, and you know Atlanta breaks a lot of Atlanta artists. Mm-hmm. So is it hard for you to keep up with Atlanta artists, like new music that might be popping in the city when you come back from tour? Kinda, not really. You know what I'm saying? Because the thing with, especially like music. It moves fast, but then it doesn't. Mm-hmm. So like you, you get, you get a lot, you get a lot of new music. It might be one or two songs that pop off in a month or two, but not really. Like you ain't. It's not that many new songs that you're gonna get in the next two months. It might be like some underground shit. Like okay, hey, this is my this is moving in Atlanta, but other than that, it's not really. You know what I'm saying? Okay. Not not too crazy. Well, I can't adapt. You know, I'm a, I'm a professional. They kind of they kind of bounce off that. You know, P for real. You came from a from a good era. You came from an era where songs actually lasted for more than a month. <laughs> so let's talk about the difficulty of, uh, you know, being a DJ nowadays and stuff like that. And a song comes out and you're like, this a banger. And then next week, <laughs> that shit gone. Yeah, I mean, I think I think now we just live in an era where everything is so, like, my dad said back in the day, like, you, you have a bunch of fast food music. You know what I'm saying? So, like, a song will be lit for, like, a month, two months, five tops, and it's done. You know what I'm saying, and and that and that's the reality of it. So, um, I mean, you just gotta adapt to the times, and you know, and and the and the era we in, and then you think TikTok been um part of that? Uh, yeah, especially social media is a big thing. Like, because you understand how many how many people are in the studio right now? Like, this is a banger. I'm about to put this out. So out of the out of the million people that you are in the studio right now as we speak, boom, another hit, right? Mm-hmm. Boom, another song getting made. Another song's getting exported and dropped, right? So all them songs are getting put out to the universe through social media and through SoundCloud or whatever the fuck is going through. And then one of them is going to hit. You know what I'm saying? So that's how fast music is moving so now. I would ask this because, you know, with DJs and, like I said, you got a busy schedule and all of that. How do you stay in tune with the streets to know which ones are the this here today going tomorrow and which ones are the this here to stay i think it's just being active and being outside you know what i'm saying like you have to you gotta as tired as it is and as much as i want to be at home watching tv and playing call of duty and like working on music i got i have to also be outside and do things right yeah. so like especially as a dj as an active dj you have to like you have to just be outside shaking hands and in people's face as much as you don't want to do it like if i'm not djing i I just go and say what's up to people like i have to just things you have to do you know what i'm saying as a dj like yeah. unless you're like to a point in your in your career like drama, uh, Khaled, um, who else? That's super lit. Anybody that's like yeah. succeeded the past of like okay, it's like there's like me and there's like a step up above me. That's like drama and Khaled. You know what I'm saying? That's mm-hmm. that step. So once you get there, and then you don't need to do as much. But like you have to like go and like you know you gotta see what's going on. Okay, cool. That's a good song. Or like you know it's it's part of the game. Okay. 
favorite city right now to DJ in whenever you travel? Mm. Like, what city are you like? Gotta get that. When I go here on vacation, I wanna like I wanna work. I haven't had a vacation in a long time, (laughs) FYI. But (laughs) (laughs) oh, you know, I wouldn't mind one. But um, sheesh, big flowers to whatever city. Just get name. Yeah, I don't. I don't really. I like Toronto. Mm-hmm. I like DJing in Toronto Heard just because just because the vibe is just so different. And I like places where I could DJ where I could play whatever I want and it's going to be a good time, right? So that's that be a LA sometimes, you know what I'm saying, depending where you go. New York. Like those places where that you know, you could really get digging your bag. Like overseas, you could play whatever and they're gonna vibe with you just because one, I'm black. But mm-hmm. two, I'm like <laughs> I'm a black American. You know what I'm saying? They're like, oh but other than that, like you could really like play and it will it'll be entertained. So which which one gave you that harder feel? The overseas crowd or the in states crowd? Overseas is always gonna win. Yeah. Because because they they're just so like they're so genuine and they're so like um appreciative. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like I believe it or not, like I'm not gonna toot my own horn, but I'm not. There's not that many people as as, as I, I could fully rock a party. You know what I'm saying? I mean, I think Atlanta and people in I say America, they got accustomed to it and used to it. You know what I'm saying? But when you go to different countries and different places, it's like it's like whoa, it's like mind blowing. Like you're able to do that. You know what I'm saying? So you know, what is your mental preparation before you even get on the stage and rock a big crowd like that? Meditate and sit and think. Like, you, you ever get nervous it. still? Not so much. I mean, before you get on stage, it's always like that. But other than that, it's not like, you, you know, because at the end of the day, you're still doing it to do your job, right? So you hit play at showtime. Yeah, yeah, you know what I'm saying? So, like, once you step on stage, you shake that shit off, and I keep it pushing, you know what I'm saying? You know what's going to make sense. You know what songs are going to work. You know what to say. Actually, at that point, you don't have to say anything because they're so in tune to the show. Mm-hmm. I could say, take your shirt off and give your friends a high five and scream. They're going to do it, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, <laughs> like, um, uh, and of course, you get the initial jitter, but, you know, after that, you get over it. It's, All right, Trap, so let's get into this first segment. It's called Giving DJs Their Flowers. So if you can give three DJs their flowers that have influenced you to become a DJ. To become, or do I I respect? Or appreciate, respect, influenced you. Because, you know, Pete Pete got them real, real picky. I'm I'm super picky. And I'm going to say this on air. I'm going to say this one time. A lot of DJs stole my shit. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> so so with that being said, you know what I'm saying? I I see things from certain DJs that I, I'm like, oh that's dope. You know what I'm saying? Like, oh, this is cool. I'm not gonna be a I'm not gonna say to be a dick and be like, I'm just the nicest niggas. I'm not. Yeah. But there's a is it's I I see certain things from certain DJs, I'm like, oh it's cool. You know what I'm saying? I ain't think about that. You know, like um but of course, you know, obviously my father. My dad was a my dad was the first person that actually took me to gigs. I was I wasn't even old enough to be in. You know what I'm saying? I was I was in France and there was like women dancing on the table. I'm like 12, right? They dancing on the tables and stuff. And that one gig, he told me he sat there and was like, "Look, he broke down every song. He said, "Look, if I play this song right here, watch how the crowd reacts, right? When I stop it right here and play this song, watch how they're gonna react. But if I stop it here and say this, so he broke down every song th- throughout the entire party. Mm-hmm. And from that point on, I'm like, oh, this is light. You know what I'm saying? This is it. This is it. This is how you blend songs together. And this is how this is gonna sound with this. If I stop it here, this is how my brain works when I'm DJing, right? So like when I'm DJing, I'm like, cool. If I stop it here, if I put this song right here, and I stop it here, this is how they're gonna react. But if I play this right here, and like, oh, I loop it here, you know what I'm saying? That's how my brain works. So, so ever since then, that's how like I kind of. 
made myself um, DJ. Yeah. So, um, I mean, besides him, like, influential, like, I, there are some great DJs, you know what I'm saying? Like, I think there's a lot of good DJs that know how to talk and DJ. Mm -hmm. There's a lot of technical DJs that know how to, like, um, blend, you know what I'm saying? So I'll say in Atlanta, like, I don't want to start naming names because they're going to be like, oh, well, you mean you really have to do Atlanta because we don't want to. Or you could just leave your dad, to be honest. Yeah, I mean, it's going to have to be my dad because I adapted everything off of him. And I mean, I think, you know what I'm saying, if he watches this, don't take this away, dad, but I think my dad's a great DJ. Like, he put me in the position to actually know how to, you know, DJ, you know what I'm saying? My dad's more like a, he could scratch and he could, you know what I'm saying? He didn't know how to put songs together, what's going to make sense, right? But I think I took that and I, I made it to the point where I'm able to like, my, 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 because DJ's all about song selection, right? So you could be the most technical DJ you want. Like you could, you could match BPMs 80 to 80, mm -hmm. but if it's not going to make sense, it's not going to make sense, right? So, so talk, I, oh, no, go ahead, go ahead. I was saying, talking about your dad and stuff like that, because y'all both seem to have skills. Y'all put both of y'all on the party. Who opening? Who closing? Oh, I don't know. <laughs> it, that depends on the party, right? If we're doing if, if we're doing if we're doing an '80s party, then yeah, it's gonna close, right? So, but you know, I so said my dad. My dad's fifty plus, fifty five. You know what I'm saying? So like, he's not gonna be DJing no clubs now. It's like, yeah, like I, I told my dad, I said, "Yo, dad, come to one of my gigs." He's like, ah. Uh -huh. <laughs> <laughs> oh no! <laughs> Especially the whole since the whole COVID thing. Yeah. So he's like, ah, one day, you know what I'm saying? So you know, I, I don't. That's a, that's a tough question. Like, but don't get me wrong, he's nice. Like, just he he's like this dude, like behind the back type thing. Uh -huh. Like he's a he's a yeah. you know he's a cutter. You, you know? ever go so. like to his crib and just fuck around? Yeah, all the time. Yeah, I my dad like I learned everything to this day. Like production wise, like he's like he scores and like. Does like Netflix projects and like um puts the music you know music behind scoring is like you know from uh movies and X Y and Z, so like he right now he's like just doing a lot of production and then like just doing some HBO thing. So I just sit there and watch. Yep. You know what I'm saying? Like you people have to especially DJs just learn how to sit back and just pay attention and learn new things. You know what I'm saying? Get out your head of you being the best or you think you got it because ultimately you don't. Like I still to this day like I think I'm nice in my head, but I see some shit from people. I'm like. That's, nice. that's some yeah. that's some slick shit. That's fire. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know what I'm saying? I can't. I'm not that person. I'm not that naive to to, to think that I'm not. You know, I can't learn to be better. You know? Right. So, off of Trap's question, would you rather open up or close a club? I could do whatever. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So what's your favorite? Like your go-to? Like depends on how I feel for the day. Yeah. You know, like, you know, some days I'd be like, yeah, I want to open. Some days like I'd rather close. But then it also depends on the club too. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, so let me ask you this though. Have you ever, like, been a closing DJ? You walk in, right? And you probably don't even know the DJ who's DJing there and stuff like that, and he's the opener. And you walk in, he's playing all the hits already. <laughs> What's the first thing you say? <laughs> like, are you burning me out right now? No, yeah. No, actually, recently, like, two days ago, I say... Some, some nigga. Get I'm not gonna, it. Let me hear it. I'm nah, not nah. gonna name no names. No, no, no. Let me see it. Let me see it. Just name the name I'm, of the club. Nah, okay. Was, what, 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 I was at um as an aura. Alright. I was so DJing aura. I walked in. First thing I heard, I was even in the I wasn't even inside the club yet, right? It's twelve forty five, maybe mm -hmm. twelve fifty. He's playing he's playing, he's playing freestyle. Mm. I'm like, oh, okay. That little baby. Right? So, <laughs> little like, baby. Oh, okay. <laughs> So I'm like, I'm talking outside. I'm talking to promoters and security guards, and I hear, 
Dum. I said, oh, that's Finito. <laughs> it's 12.56. <laughs> He's playing Finito, right? Damn. Club don't close at 3 o'clock in the morning. So I walk in, right? What the crowd look like? Crowd's going crazy. I'm talking about like, they're like, right? This thing on section popping balls. I'm like, oh, okay. All right, cool. <laughs> so, Getting in the shine. Yeah, so I walk up. You know, I don't say anything. I'm taking my shit out. I actually, when I get... When I get burnt out, you know what I'm saying? That's like a test for me. I'm like, cool. It makes me work. You know what I'm saying? Because now I have to like, ultimately I have to go from like here to go back up, right? Because you already went crazy. So now I have to bring the party a little down yeah, yeah. to go back. You know what I'm saying? So I find it's a test. But then if you're going to disrespect me in my face, you know what I'm saying? Keep playing bangers while I'm here. Then I'm going to say something. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, I pack my stuff. I, I set my stuff up. I think he played. What do he play? He plays something. I think it might have been like some little Dirk song. Something, something that's a banger. And I think he's about to load up. Just want to rock. I looked at his screen. <laughs> I looked at his screen. What? I'm like, I'm like, yo, are you dead ass? He's like, what? He's smiling. He's like, yo. I'm like, why are you? I said, relax, relax. He's like, and he just looked dumb. He was like, oh, 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 oh. And he, just, he kind of put his head down and like just put some bullshit on, right? And the, the dude next to him, Kirby, he looked at me. He was like, yo. <laughs> Was he like a younger DJ or was he? Okay, yeah. so how do you feel when younger DJs, what if he was doing that, like maybe loading that song up to impress you? No, it's not about that. Like, what? The, all right, this is for all my opening young. What camera do I look at? Do I look at all of them? So look, all right, cool. <laughs> this is to all my opening young DJs, right? Even if you're not even opening, just young DJs, period, right? You're going to have your time, right? Your time will come. There's no need to try to impress anybody as, as somebody's, even as an opening DJ, right? Your time is not to impress anybody as an opening DJ. They're actually, you're not going to gain respect from playing bangers in the beginning. Yep. If anything, you're not going to get booked anymore because the promoter's going to be like, wow, you brought my party here. Now it has to go back down here to go back up here. As a closing DJ, you have to be really good after you have to be getting burnt out because now you have to really dig in your bag and figure it out and talk and X, Y, and Z. So the correct promoter's going to be like, wow. I can't book him no more or her or whoever's going opening because now you just you really just kept my party. So now by one thirty or one twenty, people walking out because mm -hmm. they now heard the, the glow realists. They heard from Nito. They heard everything they wanted to hear. So now I'm ready to go. You know what I'm saying? I've heard everything. I've heard. Why I, I came to the club to hear my songs. I heard it. So by one ten, one fifteen, I'm out. I'm good. My bottle almost done. Bye. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So like. At opening DJs is like that's important. The point the point of going to a party and DJs don't understand like is to keep people in there and keep them entertained. You are an entertainer. Like that is your main goal. You come in there to entertain the crowd, but also you have to understand it's still a party, it's still a business, right? So you entertain the crowd, but you want to keep people still buying drinks and bottles and X, Y, and Z. Keep people standing on sections because if you don't, then the party's gonna be dead. The DJ controls the entire party. Yep. If there's no music, there's no party. You know. It's with opening DJs. It's it's a lot of things that can go wrong, but it's also a lot of things you can do right. You can play those songs that people forgot about. You can play, you know, those bangers that may not be the hottest song right now, but they work into your mix to keep the flow going and stuff like that. And one thing that I do hate when I do see like people opening and stuff like that, because I open a lot of times and stuff like that, they don't have no energy. It's like you don't want to be there just because there's no crowd, yeah. bro. 
don't care if there's four people in there, five people in there, six people in there. Your job is to keep them people in there and to watch the party gather up. Like, mm-hmm. that's the craziest thing to me is to watch a party go from zero to 100. Mm-hmm. And I love it. But if you sit in there bullshitting, the party will never get to 100. Why? Because people are leaving the opening set as you yeah. bullshitting around. So how do you feel when you're in a party and no one's dancing but it's packed or, like, people just smoking hookah vibe and smoking weed? So, you and know, what? that brings your energy down the reality of a good dj is that you control that yeah you know what i'm saying ultimately whatever the party is you walk in and the party is like just stand still you as a dj control that mm-hmm. you know what i'm saying if you're a good dj you know how to control that you know like that's that's the, but that takes time that takes a lot of experience it takes like you doing a different you go into different types of clubs and you know what i'm saying and the point of i'll say this too the point of opening dj is for you to get killed Right, the the, the open the point of for real, the point of opening DJ is not for you to shine. Your point of opening DJ is to open the party, and then the DJ coming after you is for the, he's supposed to kill it. Right, that's the that's the whole point of DJ. That's why when I DJ when I, when I open, I play a bunch of whatever. Like I'm gonna keep the party entertained, but the point of the over closing DJ is to close the party. Right, so mm-hmm. you the, the, you the DJ you, yeah you, you don't you don't shine as an opening DJ. Right, so when I opening and I know somebody's coming after me, it's Go ahead, bro. I didn't play nothing. You know what I'm saying? I'll play. I'll play enough songs. I'll play the songs to keep the party going. People, people singing before you mm-hmm. walk in. But by the time you walk in, you play all the bangers. You kill me. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Uh, that's the that's point. Stop following underneath that peer pressure from these guests who be walking up to you, not even tipping nothing, bro. You gonna play this? You gonna play? Stop listening. Stay in your bag. Those are the people he's talking about who come to hear their song and then leave. And then right. leave. It's mostly, mostly, and that's mostly women. Women do that, you know what I'm saying? Opening the real test. I feel like if you're a fire opener, then like it's nothing you can't do. And like, like that's and like that's very true. You know what I'm saying? You learn how to open, then you could you'll be amazing closing DJ. So you know what I'm saying to speak about skills and stuff like that, I want to go into this little surprise segment that we got. We really want to test your skills. See, you know, I just found out about it, but I'm excited. You know what I'm saying? See if DJ P for real is on his ones and twos. So. Basically, I'm what we're going to do is... I'm going to fail. I got four <laughs> I got four songs here, right? Mm-hmm. You got to name the song before it actually gets into it. This is going to be bad. I'm, I'm bad at this. You know now. I'm going to not... I'm bad at this. I, uh, Let's see. see. We want to <laughs> see. Because I got, I, got I got a few in there that's, you know, some throwouts. But we're going to start off with it and stuff like that. So I got the first song loaded up right here. You ready? Mm-hmm. Let's see it. Uh-oh. Let me get this, because, you know, if you haven't updated Serato, update Serato. <laughs> I didn't update. Hmm? I haven't updated. Oh, yeah. Serato just had the uh, 3.0 update. You know, you can do stemmies now. You can do acapellas. Oh, it's updated now? Yeah, it's updated now. It ain't no beta. You Man. can you can do the stems, acapella, instrumentals. You ain't got to get all that stuff separate, but it's it you. will save each one of those files, like, separately on your computer. So See, my thing is, if it's broke, I ain't going to fix it. <laughs> if it ain't broke, I ain't going to fix yeah, it. I'm you know what I'm saying? <laughs> just keep the regular. Well, I am. I have a few computers. I might put on one of them to see how, you know, see how it is, you know? <laughs> Not the main one, though. Not the main one. All right, we ready? Yeah. Yeah. Let's get it. First song. Damn, this could be two songs. I noticed. Wait, 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 wait. Wait, 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 wait. Wait. Oh, we got steady? Rock Steady by The Whisper. Oh, I knew it was Rock Steady. Oh. All right, all right. We got, we, we got enough. We got I'm getting hot. I'm, right. getting, I'm getting, a little, getting a little easier. Get a little easier. You ready? Go ahead. Let's go. This is easy. Come on, dog. <laughs> Gotta get a little easier. All right, well, future. We, 
Future? Future. What's the name of it? Um, um, <laughs> New Orleans Mission. I need love in the mission. It's called Love. <laughs> it's good. Is it? Future, yeah. It's called Love? I know that. Love song. <laughs> it's Love song. And I play it too. I play it every, every week. That's crazy. Uh, all right, well, we got two more. We got two more. We got two more. I you ready? I know, I know better than that. That's crazy. Oh, yeah, levels. Meek. Levels. <laughs> yeah, levels, Meek. Now, we got one more song. Let's see if you're going to get this one, though. You got to do a dance. I don't know this one. I never heard this before <laughs> in my life. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know who this is. <laughs> what? So, you, you know it's crazy? All right, pause it. Got you. All right, so I can't dance. You know what I'm saying? That's, <laughs> that's part of the main reason why I became a, a DJ, because I can't dance, all right? I could I could I could Millie Rock, that's about it. Sorry. I can't Dougie. I, I can't <laughs> I can't do none of that. Like don't ask me to do nothing. He can it's dance. As far as it gets. <laughs> <laughs> it ain't getting further than that. <laughs> so speaking of like the song he just played with Little Uzi, how did you how did that relationship come about? Uzi? Yeah. Uh, so, Uzi. <laughs> so, Uzi, um, this is probably like 2015, 2016, 16. Yeah, um, Pat, this dude named Pat. Pat is, Pat is that dude. Right now, I think he works for, I'm not going to say he works for because I don't want to lie. But <laughs> Pat is like, he was, um, back in the day when I was in college, he used to give me songs, be like, yo, I need you play this song for me you know back in college like okay cool you know what i'm saying like clearly you have somebody of importance because you walk in here with with ease and you know everybody right so i didn't really for years i knew i knew pat and then um i used to break all the songs he gave it to me so one day he was like um i called me i was in the movies with my girl at the time and then um he was like yo i need you come to the studio <laughs> all right <laughs> you know what i'm saying like for what he said um lose and he's a dj so i was like okay so I was I was sitting there I was dealing with like man should I finish watching this movie? I should I go home and get my laptop and go to the studio. <laughs> so I end up I end up leaving. I go to the studio and I get there. There was like there was like four or five of us in there. I was like oh this is a tryout. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? This is in the, and it was like high power DJ. I'm not gonna name no names, but they were talking about like DJs now that is like lit. You know that that's DJ for other artists. But it was like four or five of us in there and. Um, it's hot, right? Okay, it's make sure I'm not tripping. Okay. <laughs> Jamaica mid-August. Burning okay. <laughs> um, up. So um, so yeah. So we go to I go in there, and then I walk in. It's like uh, in there. It's like a room like this. It's a podcast room, and um, it's drama. Cannon, mm -hmm. um, Royce, who's mm -hmm. worked for Atlantic Records. Lake, Lake is uh, part of Generation now, mm -hmm. and um. I want to say Neelam. Neelam was in there too. Neelam is uh, Jack Harlow's manager now. So um, I'm in there. I'm DJing. I DJ for like, oh, like three, three or four minutes. Kenan's like, yo, stop. Stop. He's like, yo, what are you doing on Friday? I'm flying you out on Friday. Yeah. And that was the first show. The first show was in the Bay. <laughs> so then that, so I, my, my tryout was like on Tuesday. Got my ticket by Wednesday and I was going by Friday. Wow. I was still in school too. How has that experience uh, been for you so far? It's been good. You know yeah. what I'm saying? I, I think, you know, it's, it's obviously life's changing. But, you know, you, initially when when I first was with Uzi, Uzi was starting, you know, just to pop off. So yeah. it, it wasn't what it, what it is now. But, you know, you stick through it and you go through rough patches and, you know, like 
you know, even though I had, it wasn't that rough with Uzi because when he popped off, he popped off. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So, um, but you know, there's always like you know patches of improvement and you know it's whatever industry stuff. But you know, it's <laughs> oh yeah, see, yeah, exactly. <laughs> I didn't get my hair like that yet, but I'm gonna. Soon, soon to come. <laughs> going rock the Jerry curls. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I didn't get, I, I didn't get to that level in my life yet. I, I didn't. <laughs> I can't successfully pull up a Jerry curl like that. But he can. I can't do that. <laughs> so, um, going on tour with Uzi. What's like the craziest city you've ever been on tour, or like, and like the worst city? Craziest. <laughs> Story and, time with P for real. Craziest city. I think the I think the craziest city we went to was like. I I don't know because I. It, it, you understand? I've I've done so many shows and done so many things. That I kind of like everything's becomes like a big like mush. And some things I can't talk about because it's like you know, <laughs> I can't. Something just can't, I can't speak. But I think I can talk about my craziest show. I think all the the show that I think was like kind of I was like whoa. That's like Coachella. You know what I'm saying? Like I've done almost every festival, right? Like almost every festival you probably think of for the EDM, hip hop. Um, Pop, anything mm-hmm. I've I've done almost, and it's probably like maybe like twenty festivals I haven't done, yeah. but majority I've done almost all of them, right? But Coachella was probably the only one I was like, oh, I'm doing this, you know what I'm saying? Crazy. And it's like like it's twenty thousand, thirty thousand people, which is not our biggest crowd, but it's the fact that it's Coachella, yeah. you know so what I'm saying? Put that into perspective what that crowd looks and sounds like to DJs who probably never been on the stage and stuff like that, compared to like. Is your hand Regular shaking parties and stuff like that? No, because you, you're not really nervous because you're in it. You know what I'm saying? So like, I mean, initially, like, I'm not gonna lie. Like, if you say you're not nervous when we first start doing something, that means you're not doing it. That means you're not doing it right. You know what I'm saying? Like, if you're not nervous walking to something that's new, mm-hmm. that means you're doing something something's wrong. You know what I'm saying? So, um, initially, yeah, like when you the first few shows with Uzi was like, it's terrifying because I didn't know what to do. I like. We hate we just do things, you know what I'm saying. So it's not like super rehearsed, and some things are, but some things aren't. So it's like we, it's just me figuring it out, you know what I'm saying. So like all the years we've been together, it's just kind of like we have like this chemistry. So um, that's the initial, yeah, you're nervous, but then like once you're in it, you're doing it. It's like yeah, you know. So I got a question. What's that one song that just you play that song when you on there? And the crowd loses their mind every time. No miss. I mean, besides like EXO Tour Life, obviously, right? Yeah. This, this, like, Uzi's been going through like, there's like different phases of like songs, right? Mm-hmm. So, like, so since, since 2016, 16, 17, 18, 19, 21, 22, that's like some six, seven years. Like, certain songs that we played back in 2016 was like, you know what I'm saying? And like, now, maybe not so much, but like, the, Consistent song that goes crazy regardless is mm-hmm. EXO to a life. You know what I'm saying? I have certain favorites, but we're not playing those anymore. So, <laughs> you know. <laughs> I want to bring a question back that we haven't asked in a while. What's three things you want to see change in the DJ community? Change. Yes. Dealing with promoters, parking, bar tabs. Stuff <laughs> that you may just be tired of. Yeah. In general, just what is it? Um,. Yeah. Okay. Well, obviously, yes. Obviously, I think you just need to be more appreciated. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? Um, this goes out to my, my this is my camera, right? Yep. So, up my promoters and club owners, I need y'all to understand this, right? We create the party, whether you want to believe it or not. Like, you could bring as many people as you want; they could be packed. But if there's no me, there's no party. 
if I don't DJ correctly, if I don't do what I have to do, there's no party. If I'm not good, no one's going to buy a drink. People are going to leave. There's no party. So with that being said, we have to be compensated as well. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Compensation has to match the work of what we're doing, right? Um, I'm not going to discuss my funds on here because I, I, I might, you know, I'm not going to start that conversation. Yeah. But, <laughs> but I think... I think uh, specifically in Atlanta, like DJs need to be more appreciated, right? I think it's a saturation of DJs in Atlanta, which which is why it might be a little bit more difficult for us to be compensated correctly. So, um, is there like a difference when you do like as far as like how the business goes when you do in business in other clubs in other states versus absolutely? Atlanta? Yeah, I get paid quadruple times of what I get paid in Atlanta. In different, I could go right now if I if I could book a club in LA, New York, and get paid. Quadruple times where I get paid. Do you like, think that because of the saturation that's going on in Atlanta? I, that's, on every street. In the- the, all right, so one, and then two, I think the mentality of like Atlanta, everyone being here, this is the black Hollywood, right? Yeah. So, like, one, and then two, kind of like a lot of DJs are built here. You know what I'm saying? So, a lot of DJs came from like, we came from like um, starting off to being in the position where a lot of DJs are at now, right? Mm-hmm. So, um, if you did not come up here, then you will come here and get the bag. Yep. If you come up here, then it's gonna be a little more difficult in trying to get the bag. It's more like a respect thing at that point, right? I've I was here and then now I'm here. Now I respect me enough to pay me what I deserve, right? But um yeah, I think it needs to the conversation conversation needs to be like, you know what I'm saying? Had. Um and it needs to be a unity of DJs to like put their foot down and be like, yo, I'm not doing this for that. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like Absolutely, I cannot DJ for one hundred and fifty dollars, one hundred twenty dollars for four hours. It's insane. It's not happening. I will, I will DJ for twenty minutes for that. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Thirty, forty tops. You know what I'm saying? But I'm not about to. I'm not doing that because disrespectful to me and my brand and my craft, mm-hmm. right? And I get the argument of being like, "Oh, you getting paid one hundred fifty dollars an hour?" I don't give a fuck. That's that has nothing to do with me. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> I don't give a fuck. That's not me. The club, like, if you want to be realistic, the bars make ten to fifteen thousand dollars at a good club mm-hmm. a night. Pay me from the bar. Pay me from the club. You as a promoter shouldn't be paying me at all. Actually, yep. you know what I'm saying? It's the reality of it. If your business is good, if your business is good, like I see, if I go to a club and I see two bottles out, that's my pay. Right, that's five hundred dollars a bottle. Mm-hmm. What's what's the what's the argument about? What's the conversation? Bring a counter to the club when you when you close in one night or stuff like that, and you banging it. Watch how many bottles go out. Count that bottle. Look at them bottles, and then punch up them numbers real quick, and then look at how much they paying you at the end of the night, and ask yourself, does this make sense? Mm-hmm. Even even like with Atlanta, you know, it's it's so weird because I hear hosts getting paid more than DJs, mm-hmm. and they'll probably do probably like two hours of talking out of the four hours that they're there and still making more money than you not even doing the technicals just being able to talk and a lot of djs we don't really need a host if you're skilled in that talking so can i get that bag on top of this bag too like how do you feel about that promoters paying hosts and djs but when they just have a dj who can't host say that the host didn't show up i never had that problem this is because of respect thing you know what i'm saying like I've I built some so many personal relationships with some promoters and club owners that like, they know what not not to do. You're not gonna disrespect me like that. You know what I'm saying? It's just like I said. I think I think that's the it's wild. It's fucked up, but it's the reality of it, right? Yeah. Like 
I'm not going to be paid the same as somebody else just because of respect value and you know what I do and what I can do. You know what I'm saying? It's just the reality of it. All right. So, um, yeah. <laughs> so switching up a little bit, I know you got your own brand clothing line and stuff like that. Where can they find, you know, this P for clothing? Cause you marketing pretty good out there, you know, going on tour, get that off. Yes. You know what? I should have worn my shirt today and I was late and that was my fault. I threw anything on. So, don't mind me, I apologize, y'all. But yes. You should have brought some merch. Yeah, 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 yeah. So um Pharrell Apparel um dot com or you go on my DJP Pharrell uh Instagram. DJ P F O R F O R R E A L. Um and then yeah, Pharrellapparel.com. You got I got my t shirts and my my hoodies and I started my my merch um on tour a few years ago and it's been going crazy since then. So Yeah. And, um, and last question, because you know this is the most <laughs> important question: Why do DJs need love? DJs need love because we're human. Okay, <laughs> we're not just the asset in the party. Okay, we we no no. I, let me rephrase this: We need to be respected. Okay, we need to be loved. All right, yeah. we are your entertainment. Okay, we control your vibe, your your emotions. I can make you cry, smile, uh, 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 fall on the floor, uh, crump. You know what I'm saying? I control your emotions and your vibe. The time you're with me, I entertain you. Okay, so show me, appreciate me. It's a little bit more. You know what I'm saying? If I'm putting you through all those emotions, you know what I'm saying? Just say hi or something. Yeah. <laughs> what do you have going on for the rest of the year? I'm chilling. My birthday on Sunday. You know what I'm hey, saying? It's yeah, yeah, yeah. season. Hey, this episode with all Sag. Big Sag, huh? You celebrating? Going anywhere? Uh, nah, I'm chilling. You know, I'm gonna be I'm gonna be thirty plus. So uh. <laughs> look, P for real had me drunk on my birthday. Yeah, so I'm I'm chilling. I'm, I might do something maybe top of the year, but I ain't, you know I'm happy to be alive. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I might bring the party in. Might DJ somewhere. I'm not sure yet. Once again, that is another episode of the DJs Need Love To Show. We want to thank P for real one time it's for coming. Great. Thank y'all for having me. This is great. Thank y'all. Once again, if you like the content, you like what you're seeing, hit that like button. Go in our comment section. Comment who you want to see us interview next. And last but not least, make sure to subscribe and hit that notification. That way you get all the newest and latest right here with the DJs Need Love To Show. We out.